This Facts and O'Brien podcast is brought to you by Gary Thomas and the Wealth Technology Group in Westfield. Where it's not what you make, it's what you keep. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535. And Def Leppard on Rock 102. Well, if you enjoyed all that rain yesterday afternoon and the thunder and the lightning, uh, get ready. It might happen again today. The heat advisory continues till 7 o'clock tonight. Cloudy early with scattered afternoon thunderstorms and a high of 91. And then uh, sun and clouds and scattered thunderstorms tomorrow, but much cooler. A high of only 80. It is 66 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, if you missed it yesterday, you know we started the Rock 1-2 Summer Stimulus Package. Yes, they could be worth up to $1,000. And we'll give away the Summer Stimulus Keyword of the Day around 7.50 this morning. And uh, the Moops were in court yesterday. And they are troublemakers. It's the Moors. Moops. It- uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later on as well. It's 536 at Bax and O'Brien of Rock 102. The Bax and O'Brien podcast is brought to you. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 551 and Alice Cooper on Rock 102. So one more day uh, of a heat advisory till about 7 o'clock tonight. Today, again, we'll get up to about 90. We will see more of those afternoon thunderstorms, and we'll see them again tomorrow, but a high of only 80 tomorrow. <coughs> Excuse me. Right now it's 67. <laughs> in downtown Springfield. Hey, what do you say we hop right into some Hollywood trash with Steve and the Rock? What do do? You know, we're all looking for that fountain of youth, and Sharon Stone may have found hers. She uh, She's messing around with a rapper named RMR, who's 25 years old. No kidding. And how old is she? 63. Oh, yeah. And uh, he wears a ski mask and a gold grill. Really? Yeah. 63 and what? 25? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, he's, you know. She still looks good at uh, 60-something. I mean, you know. I'm sure she does. You know, and, uh, but uh, what well, are you going to talk about? Well, she has the, first of all, they have these two Instagram pictures side by side. One is of, of RMR, mm-hmm. uh, who looks like he's about to rob someplace. Yeah. Because he's got the ski mask on. And in uh, her picture, she's uh, holding like a vape cigarette. And her shirt is the cartoon version of her when she was in Basic Instinct sitting in the chair. A cartoon version of it. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? And uh, I don't know uh, if that looks the same as it did back in the 90s. Well, it, it probably doesn't look exactly the same. But nevertheless, this guy's going to go through the rest of his life saying, hey, you're not going to believe who I used to date. Uh, how long have they presumably been together? Uh, just a few weeks. Few weeks. Yeah. Okay. Well, you get back to us in a few more weeks, and we'll see if if they are still together. But uh, I'd like her to recreate that scene where she's sitting in the chair and crosses her legs. Uh, not so much now. No. I bet you now it looks like uh, somebody went into an Arby's with a baseball bat and smashed uh, all uh, the horsey uh, sauce. Uh, right uh, right. Okay. okay. That's, that's going to make yeah. me never want to go to Arby's again. <laughs> and that's after all the bats fly out of it. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Bex. That's the thing that's going to make you not want to go to Arby's again? <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the irony of the statement. Oh, I am so sorry I ruined it for you. Uh, Megan Kelly is getting her own show on satellite radio, and she says it's going to be a lot better than her show on NBC. 
Well, there's, well, there's a lot of movement to go up. She's very low bar. NBC wasn't intellectually stimulating me, and now I feel like I have the best of both worlds. Yes. I'm fired that was, up and making a difference. That was the problem. Uh-huh. In the new movie, Annette, all the singing was done live during filming, so Adam Driver had to sing while pretending to give oral pleasure. How do you do that? Uh, I don't know. I'd like to see the scene. Uh... His uh, co-star, Marion Cotillard, said, uh, quote, We found ourselves singing very complicated positions. I bet you did. Mm. So the uh, the music in this movie is it was all done by the band Sparks, who have been around for 50 years. They just had a documentary done on them, which is supposed to be terrific. And everything I've read about this movie, although it's a, a, it's a musical, yeah. it's supposed to be fantastic. Is, is the musical all sung during oral sex? No, no just no. one song. Who, is the one song? Who could who could watch that? Uh, well, I don't know. What, so, what song do you think you would sing uh, while you were uh, Boy, let's see. Uh, well, it ain't going to be Baby Shark. Um, let's, yeah, I, uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You'd have to really give that some thought. Uh... Samuel L. Jackson, LL Cool J, and Magic Johnson. They're all on a yacht together. Just watched two of them in a movie last night. Yeah. They're on a yacht touring Italy that costs more than a million dollars a week. Apparently, they do this every year along with Rodney Pete and his wife, Holly Robinson Pete. Steve Harvey usually comes along, but there's no evidence he was there this year. The boat is 281 feet long, has a gym, jacuzzi, movie theater, spa, and its own nightclub. Its own nightclub. Yeah. Wow. As opposed to a nightclub that didn't belong to the boat. Right, right. Well, you never know. I uh-huh. mean, the way they design these sure. things. Sure. Uh, you know, Wouldn't it be nice to have that kind of money, though? It's a million dollars for the week, you said? Yeah. Yeah, but they're all chipping in. Yeah, so, I mean, what's it wind up being? Maybe yeah. like uh, 300000 a piece? Yeah, that's, and that's, you know, you normally that's, spend that on a vacation. Yeah. I know I do. Yeah, that's right. Half of uh, Airbnb is that. Yeah, but it's like you... you Collect the money from all your friends that you're going on. Uh, you're like, uh, LL, do, do you have a, Do you sure you're going to have enough money to pay just, this year's? Just call me L. You're my L- friend. L. Yeah. Are you going to have enough money to pay the deposit this year? Because last year, I know you went through some rough times, and you know. And what about you, Samuel LL Jackson? And then he'll probably let out a mother. You know what? Yep. <sighs> yeah, you- actually, I, I just it took me two <laughs> nights to watch SWAT. And I don't think uh, Samuel L. Jackson swore. Nah, maybe he swore a couple of times. You're going to find this hard to believe. I just looked it up. Uh, LL Cool J has a net worth of $125 million. Shut the front door. He can rent this uh, boat 125 million times. Yeah, but he's not. He's going in on it with his friends. I did not realize that he was worth that kind of cash. All right, everybody chips in $250,000. What right, about, no problem. Well, there's got to be a tip, too, right? Yeah, yeah probably. probably. Uh, Diddy posted about being motivated to succeed as a kid after he woke up and found 15 roaches on his face, but Twitter seems to think that number was a bit of an exaggeration. I hate, he really counted all the... Yeah, you I had wake he, up in the morning and you got roaches on your face. It doesn't matter if there's f- one or 15 are we talking roaches about, on your face. Are we talking about the bugs or are we talking about the nearly burned out marijuana cigarettes? Uh, these were the bugs. Oh, oh yeah. but we're not certain. Maybe they were, in fact, the this, marijuana cigarettes. The story is not specific. 
David Schwimmer hated working with the monkey on the first season of Friends, but the uh, guy who trained it says he was just jealous. Quote, people would laugh at the monkey, and I think he got jealous because he wasn't getting the laughs himself. The monkey had better lines. He's just The monkey's just laughing it up out there. Ha, 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 ha. And then the monkey started it. I think, uh, you're, I think you're mixing up NBC shows. Uh, it might be. Uh, Morgan Wallen uh, sent a video message to a superfan who was injured by a drunk driver. He thanked her for listening to his music and invited her to a future show. The clip was posted on Facebook by the family. Does he say, uh, hey, if you show up, I'll get drunk and yell racial epithets at you? This is this is that guy again that yeah, did that yeah, and yeah. ended up making a million dollars off of yeah. it. Yeah. Hey, why don't you, uh, when, when you recover, why don't you come down here and I'll tell you all the fancy words that I know. Yeah, and I'll make a million dollars off it. Hey, and before you close this off, did you see the story that uh, Billy Idol and Pat Benatar are both coming to the Big E? Oh, my in, God. But in the midnight hour? Uh, uh, no, no. It'll be uh, September 18th for Billy and uh, the 26th for Pat Benatar. Oh, oh, you hit me man. with your best shot with that's, that one. That's, that's right. something mm-hmm. right there. And that is your Hollywood Trash on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Airline tickets, check. Travel size shampoo, check. Plenty of Netflix to keep the kids busy on the plane, check. What am I forgetting? <gasps> Piper, our Pomeranian. He can't come on school vacation, and he certainly cannot stay home alone. What am I going to do? When your dog can't travel, tomorrow. It's 625 with Bax and O'Brien to Rock 102. As I told you uh, before, around 750 this morning, we'll give away the next Rock 102 Summer Stimulus Keyword of the Day. Could be worth $1,000. Started watching a, a bad Liam Neeson movie last night. And uh, it was, I knew it wasn't going to be good when I realized I only recognized two names. Uh, Liam Neeson and Lawrence Fishburne. And Lawrence Fishburne was out within a half an hour. Right. He was dead. And uh, then I realized, oh, wait a minute, Lloyd Braun. The guy that played Lloyd Braun? Yeah, the second Lloyd Braun, the crazy Lloyd Braun. The one that was going to get that water pick. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. not getting that water pick. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, not not a good movie, although it is kind of a, an interesting. I don't watch uh, a lot of that stuff on um, Discovery. So I know there's a, isn't there a show called like Ice Road Truckers? Yes, I can't say I watch it. It's yeah. not, not really my uh, not my thing. That's what this is about. the 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 lake, some lake in uh, Canada that freezes over the winter is used as a highway because it's a much shorter route to get from Manitoba to Winnipeg. I'm not sure exactly where it is, but tractor trailers can drive over this and uh, don't stop. Whew. No matter what Lloyd Braun says. Yeah, well, it's like, I want to take your word for it, because <laughs> yeah. I don't see myself watching it. <laughs> it's, it I, I'm only going to finish it now because I've I've started it and I, and, and I can't get out of it. It's just, it's too bad. Let's laugh. Tell me. Tell me what's funny. It's Bax and O'Brien's joke of the day. Well, it's nice to find a fellow with a keen sense of humor. On Rock 102. Oh, my God. That is hilarious springfield's classic rock so uh little johnny little johnny yeah we haven't heard from him in a while last time he did a little johnny joke well you know we're talking about misbehaving people johnny comes running into the house and he says mommy can little girls have babies and uh and his mother goes no johnny of course not 
And then Johnny runs back outside, and his mother hears him yell, It's okay, we can play that game again. Ah, <laughs> you see, apparently there's some kind of sexual activity yeah, going that's on. Appropriate. And Johnny's yeah. going to make sure nobody that gets pregnant. anybody. Six thirty one with Bax and O'Brien at Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Springfield Police Commissioner Cheryl Claproot said a motorist is in critical condition after being savagely beaten Monday night at the X in a confrontation with a pack of people illegally riding dirt bikes in all-terrain vehicles on city streets. Claproot said the driver was attacked by as many as a dozen riders, some of whom were hitting them with their helmets. Uh, she said it was a horrible attack. The driver, whose name was not released, was critically injured in the 9.30 p.m. incident in the Forest Park neighborhood at the intersection of Sumner and Belmont Avenue. Clappard said the driver made con- made the I'm sorry, the driver of the car made minor contact with the rear wheel of one of the dirt bikers. He got out of his vehicle and uh, the rider got into an altercation. That's what happened. Yeah. All right. So I was wondering, I mean, you know, you you these scumbags are all over the city obviously. And um and I think in some cases they're almost trying to have you hit them uh, or make contact with them in some way or another. Uh, but you know what? If you do, don't get out of your car. Don't get out of the car and, and you know lock up the, the doors, the windows. What's going to end up happening? And I, it, it's, it's going to happen. I mean, I'm surprised it didn't in this case, that somebody's going to witness this or be the victim in it and based on fear they are going to run over one or more of these little dirt bike dirt bags and uh, and kill one and then uh, you know then then what's going to happen well it, it, to me the police are in a tough spot because you know clearly these these uh, these kids should not be on the road with these things mhm but there seems to be a limited number of things that they can do. And I, I don't agree with, you know, the idea of not selling gasoline uh, to these kids because, yeah. you know, you're putting you're putting all that responsibility on a gas station owner who really should not be you know, brought into this at all. But nevertheless, you know, they the, the police clearly have not figured out a way mm-hmm. to neutralize this. And it's, you know, whether it's the dirt bikes or the bicycles that are driving down the middle of the road doing wheelies, you know, they are putting themselves and other people at risk. And when there's a problem, when something happens, when somebody winds up getting hurt, whether it's the the dirt bike driver or the uh, the guy in his car or whatever, to see a beating like this happen is, I mean, it's it's unconscionable that this had to escalate like this. It's just, it's just it's just ridiculous. It's ironic also that these little dirt bags wear helmets. You know, they're, they're breaking like probably five or ten different laws anyway, but they're wearing helmets. Yeah, because you don't want to be identified. Yeah. It's really not yeah, that's that true too. stupid. It's full face, I mean? if they're full face helmets, right. But, um, yeah, I it just... You know, we've all, we're only describing the man as being in critical condition. I mean, I certainly, uh, whether whether he pulls through or these are not life-changing injuries, uh, you certainly hope not. But one of these kids or more are going to get killed, and uh, and that's I don't know what that's going to do. I don't know that's that's not going to change any of their behaviors. Detect- no, because a lot of these kids have this sense of you know immortality. Mm-hmm. Like, well, this. 
Yeah, boy, he got messed up, but that would never possibly happen to me. It's one of those things that you know happens to to young kids. It's just a sense of invincibility. But anybody can get to, you know crushed on one of these things. They don't always have to get beaten in the head with uh, with somebody's helmet. Detectives are reviewing video footage in hopes of identifying the riders involved. Clapbird said that anyone with any information is asked to call the detective bureau. People may also provide information anonymously via text the tip by texting to uh, crimes, uh, then the word solve. One uh, person was killed and two others were injured in a two-car crash on North Westfield Street in Agawam on Tuesday. The Agawam Police Department said officers were called to North Westfield Street at Park Edge for a serious crash with injuries at 3.30 p.m. after one vehicle had crossed over the Dubber center double yellow line while traveling north, crashing into another vehicle traveling south. Occupants of both vehicles were taken to a local hospital where one person, a passenger, was pronounced dead. Their identity has not been released. The drivers of both vehicles suffered non-life-threatening injuries. A Springfield man was arrested Tuesday morning for possession of an illegal loaded firearm as well as drugs, according to Springfield police spokesman Ryan Walsh. He said, my best friend's sister's boyfriend's girlfriend heard from this guy who's dating this girl that 40-year-old Raul Rodriguez of Springfield may be in possession of a firearm and drugs Tuesday morning. I guess it's pretty serious. It certainly sounds it. Officers located Rodriguez in a vehicle and made a traffic stop on Dunmerland Street. During the stop, officers were quickly able to identify nine bags of heroin inside the vehicle and arrested Rodriguez. They also found a loaded firearm, pills, and cocaine. A party in the car. Yeah, that sounds like evidence. <laughs> yeah, bad delivery. Someone, I'm sure someone was waiting for that delivery. Uh, hey man. What are you doing? Oh, I'm just waiting around. Raul's supposed to be here with the uh, with the coke and stuff and the pills and the and the firearms and then the and the heroin. What he's late though? Yeah, yeah like, like twenty minutes late. You know how I you know how I don't deal well with the uh, with a lack of punctuality. Well, this yeah. is, this is why when you're throwing a party, you always have to you know have a backup plan. You ever think there's a like a drug deliverer who? Uh, you know, you have to go on his time. You know those people that you have to tell like an hour uh -huh. earlier oh, to be I, there? Oh, I know those people, Ra yes. Raul, uh, make sure you're here at 7. We know he's not going to show up till 8.30. Right. But we're just telling him 7 yeah. now. <laughs> and, then he, and then he gets busted at 6. And then he never shows up. And right. we're like, oh, well, that, uh, his track record's getting even worse. That's it, Raul. You're out. You're uh, no longer he, the guy we're relying on for our... Guns and it, coke and but ain't that always the way? I mean, there's just some people in the drug trade you just can't trust. Yeah, and that's yeah. and that's the shame of it all. They ruin it for everybody. They do. Two people were arrested after a police chase that ended in Greenfield Tuesday, Tuesday uh -huh. afternoon. Yeah. Massachusetts State Police spokesman David Procopio said that state troopers attempted to stop an SUV with Delaware plates that was reported stolen around 11:45 a.m. on I-91 in Deerfield. The suspects did not stop and led the police on a chase north of the highway, north on the highway. Uh, state police said the vehicle reached speeds near 115 miles an hour. Damn. That's uh, They must have been in a real rush. Am I crazy or is that a lot of miles per hour? That's, That's a, a lot, lot of miles, miles per, per hour. hour, yeah. Several minutes into the chase, the suspect decided to cross the median and drive southbound. The car then took a left turn and drove the wrong way up the ramp to Route 2 west oh, in Greenfield. Boy. And then headed east on the westbound side. State police uh, stopped pursuing at that point due to safety. State police, Greenfield, and Deerfield police continued to uh, patrol looking for the vehicle at around 12.35 p.m. Greenfield police received a report of a suspicious uh, received a report of suspicious people in the area of Federal Street in Greenfield. Um, 
Aren't there all kinds of suspicious people on Federal Street in Greenfield? Yes, but these were particularly suspicious people. Greenfield police uh, arrested the suspects, a man alleged to be the driver of the vehicle and the woman who was the passenger. They were handed over to the state police and brought to the Shelburne Falls State Police Barracks. Charges have yet to be announced. Some of the 11 people charged in connection with an armed standoff along a Massachusetts highway last weekend, including the purported leader of the group, refused to cooperate with court authorities during their arraignments Tuesday. Uh, Jamal Tavon Sanders Latimer, that's way too many names, 29, also known as Jamal Talib Abdullah Bey. That's better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I shortened it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's his nickname. I don't understand. Yo, for short. I don't understand how these charges can be brought against me. Latimer, a former U.S. Marine from Providence, uh, waived his right to an attorney, but the judge said he, she would have to, she would have a lawyer speak to him about his rights before the next hearing in the case. Not guilty pleas were entered on behalf of all the defendants who were held without bail pending a hearing Friday to determine whether they are dangerous. The uh, and the guy even yells in the courtroom, "I don't need a dangerousness hearing either." I'm I want to kill the next person who says I'm dangerous. One of the defendants who refused to identify himself to authorities told the judge, I'm a free moor. Moop. 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 Yeah, moop. yeah it's a free moop. No, it's moors. Yeah, moops. Um, the Southern Poverty Law Center says the Moorish Sovereign Citizen Movement is a collection of independent organizations and individuals that emerged in the 90s as an offshoot of the anti-government sovereign citizens movement. People in the movement believe individual citizens hold uh, sovereignty over uh, and are independent of the authority of federal and state governments. Yeah, well, they're not. Yeah. <laughs> Bring that in before the judge. You know, and it's kind of it's one of these things, too, where it's like, so now you've been held over Fourth of July weekend. Um, I'm pretty sure they've been separated, so you're not hanging out with your buds, and uh, you're going to be getting held indefinitely, particularly the ones who are not, excuse me, not identifying themselves, and, and whatever your, whatever your plans had been are just ruined. I mean, what if, you know, like us, some of them probably had a vacation plan next week. Right, you know, yeah, uh, maybe even I had a, a a deposit down on a on a beach house in Maine. I have uh, absolutely no plans to cause a, uh, a you know like a any civil unrest mm -hmm. during my vacation. You know, that's me time to relax and kind of you know, recharge well, the batteries. They weren't planning on it either. This happened the week. Uh, I'm 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 you know presuming a lot of stuff here, but uh, the week before their vacation, and now they're being held in jail. You know, then, and this is going to have to eat up another week of their vacation time, probably. Yeah, I, I, in a perfect world, it's probably all true. But something tells me they kind of had this planned out a little bit. Like, they were expecting to cause problems, and it just no, they it were, was better than they expected. They were expecting to go to Maine to train. That's where, that's where they were going. They were expecting that if we bring our own fuel, we don't have to stop at a gas station, then we don't have to have confrontations with people. Yeah, but what if we do have to stop on the way? And we will because, you know, we're going to get great mileage with these vans. We're going to have to stop and put gas in the vans. You don't think that's going to attract attention? What's that going to take, 10 minutes? What's the likelihood of a mass state cop pulling up behind us at 2 o'clock in the morning? Oh, here he comes. Yep, yep. And then all of a sudden, there's the blue lights. Son of a bitch. Now, do they train in Maine mainly on the plane? Over they were the range. They weren't on a plane. They were on the on the highway. Well, whatever. I'm just trying to be yeah. a poet. Oh, only if it rains. 
The uh, search for victims of the collapse of the Miami area high-rise condominium reached its 14th day on Wednesday with the death toll at three dozen. More than 100 people still unaccounted for and authorities uh, sounding more, uh, more and more grim. Crews on Tuesday dug through pulverized concrete where the Champlain Towers buildings uh, south and Surfside once stood. The up-close look at the... Uh, at the search, compliments of video released by the Miami-Dade County Fire Rescue Department came as eight more deaths were announced, the most for a single day since the search began. It also came as rain and wind from Tropical Storm Elsa disrupted the effort, through the, uh, though the storm was uh, on track to make landfall far across the state. Yeah, the, the, um, one of the stories I was reading yesterday, which was pretty sad, actually, that still-standing section of the building that had been evacuated since the day of the collapse of the other part of the building, many people uh, also left behind pets. And they did have a rescue crew go in and search each of those. So as unsteady as that building might be, a rescue crew still went in there. And obviously a demolitions crew did also because they planted all of those explosives for the implosion. So, you know, it's not like they wouldn't let any residents go in there, and they claimed that there were no pets left huh. inside the place. I don't know whether they escaped or, or, or what happened. But well, when you think about it, I mean, this, you know, this immediate evacuation happened in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like you had much of an opportunity to grab much more than your loved ones yeah. and maybe your shoes, yep. and even that's not a given. No keys, no wallets, no uh, no, no credit cards. No phones. No phones. Not a single luxury. Yeah. And in some cases, no pets. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it really does. A uh, grizzly bear attacked and killed a bicyclist who was camping in a western Montana town early Tuesday. Powell County Sheriff Gavin Roselle says the bear had wandered into the campsite a couple of times before the fatal attack. The pre-dawn attack happened in Novando, a town of fewer than 100 people, about 60 miles northwest of Helena. Did the uh, bear escape on the bicycle? I don't think he did. That would have been kind of cool, though. Yeah. A team of law enforcement and wildlife specialists assisted by a crew aboard a helicopter were trying to track down the bear. They planned to kill it if they could find it. Yeah, th this is the thing. The bear lives in the woods. You're... He also craps there. Right, but you're... On his territory. On his territory. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. So why does he have to be killed? Because you came into his realm his, 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 on his property? You stand your ground laws. I'm telling you. I so know. confusing. But I, but I mean, you know, the, the guy was a bicyclist and the bear killed him. I just, I would think the bear would take the bike. Not every bear knows how to ride a bike. He might not even know how to I mean, ride it. Just take it anyway. I mean, I've seen them do it in like the circus mm -hmm. and stuff, but that's that's a real uh, that's a real skill. I'm really uh, digging this uh, this subreddit on Reddit, which is uh, bears doing human things, mm -hmm. and it's like they're swimming in pools and yeah. they're relaxing, kicking their feet up, yeah, uh, laying in hammocks, la yeah, laying in hammocks, trying yep. to try trying on sweatshirts and things like that. <laughs> I think that was kind of cool. 
trying on sweatshirts. Well, there was a, it was it was like was like a, a, a it wasn't a sweatshirt. It was like a big giant like hunting jacket or something. Uh-huh. Oh, so then it was like picking it up and trying to put it on. So they're not going to like the changing room at uh, no. say, say like Old Navy. But he's not running. He's not putting his arms through the armholes, right? No, no. Yeah. He was just like picking it up and yeah. like, tossing it around. Like, yeah. but he looked like he was going to put it on at some point. Yeah, oh, yeah. this is this is hilarious. This the, this thing the, yeah. Yeah, that subreddit. There's one. There's a there's a video right now of a of a bear, a real bear. Mm-hmm. It's a guy looking out the window. Bear comes into the house. Bear stands up, puts his arm around uh, the guy, and starts licking the back of his head. His, his head. It's nice. These are friendly bears. They had a uh, they had a cool video on twenty two this morning of a of an elephant, Asian elephant, a, a young one, uh, sliding down a hill. I don't think it's a that hill th- of it, mud. I don't think his ethnicity is really all that. Uh, well, that's important. where it was. Really? Yeah. Uh, a 31-year-old man in Northern Ireland named Declan Butcher was arrested for drugs recently when the police discovered a small bag of cocaine on him. But it wasn't in his pockets. It was tucked in between his butt cheeks. And the police asked Declan about it, and he played dumb, claiming the baggie must have been put there by somebody else. <laughs> must have been. Nice try. Somebody must have put it there. The uh, police uh, were responding to a disturbance outside of a bar, and they found Declan hiding in a bathroom uh, where he was definitely not hiding cocaine in his butt. See, that's a perfect example, though, to say uh, it must have been on the seat, and I sat on it, and then it stuck to me. You can't get cocaine baggies from a tractor seat or a tractor seat, a toilet seat. Yeah, yeah, you can. Happened to a friend of mine. Really? Yeah. It's a... It's a hell of a lot more believable than saying, oh, somebody else must have put it there. Well, I mean, let's say you're uh, one of those guys that sleeps on his stomach. And, you know, for whatever reason that, uh, you know, you can't be entirely uh, sure of, somebody wedged it in there while you were sleeping Mm. and you didn't know. Uh, Wedged it in there? Well, I don't know. I mean, you know. I don't know. Uh, Somebody just... uh... Somebody just must have dropped this bag of cocaine in my shine box. Y- yes, yeah, exactly. You know, the District of uh, Brown. Oh, okay. All right. The Ruby Chili Ring. Okay, there we go. <laughs> this is the only reason you do these stories. Yes, because I wanted to talk about yeah. Aladdin's haggis. Yes, Okay. <laughs> You don't want to rub that and make a wish. <laughs> you ever have a Latin <laughs> No. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today, it's going to be uh, mostly sunny with a high of 89. Tomorrow, uh, it's going to be rainy with some chances of thunderstorms and a high of 76. It's 67 right now in downtown Springfield. <laughs> I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Treat your family season. I'm even wearing these things backwards. I mean, they are marked left and right, and I'm wearing them backwards and that's actually a little bit of a relief. But uh, otherwise, yeah, uh, cauliflower ear. I can see myself with cauliflower ears. Hmm. That's, and uh, I don't even eat cauliflower. Yeah, no, that doesn't have uh, any real influence over cauliflower ears. Yeah. Uh, Rock 102 wants to boost your bank account this July with Rock 102 Summer Stimulus, built by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvement. Listen every weekday through uh, July 30th when we give you the keyword of the day. You go to rock102.com with that keyword. You enter it for your chance to win the daily national prize of $1,000. It's Rock 102 Summer Stimulus built by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvement. You can visit them at daveminerroofing.com. 
Part of the Classic Rock Summer on Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's uh, 6.57. He's Ace Hardware. Grills, grills, grills. Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As many of you know, the New England Patriots are not the sort of football franchise that takes mediocrity lightly. I mean, I certainly would, but I'm not exactly in charge over there. Instead, the Patriots have done whatever they could to take this offseason and load themselves up with interesting free agents, potentially thrilling draft picks, and, there is, uh, and then, then resign to uh, uh, re-signing certain veterans that could put the team back on track towards another championship or something pretty damn close to it. For example, yesterday they signed rookie quarterback Mac Jones to a fully guaranteed four-year contract worth about $15.6 million. That's just under $4 million a year which makes your first job on a college seem rather unimpressive. And oh yeah, he also gets an $8.7 million signing bonus too. Now that's the sort of thing you would expect to get as a first round draft pick, especially one who appears to be the quarterback of the future. Granted, it's a whole lot less than Trevor Lawrence got this week from Jacksonville after he signed a $36.8 million contract, but that's a totally different situation. Meanwhile, the Patriots are looking to restore their position of greatness uh, the uh, agent for Patriots former first-round pick uh, uh, Nikhil Harry has informed the Patriots that he would like to be traded. Apparently, there's too much greatness being introduced to the team these days, and clearly there's no place for a mediocre talent like Nikhil Harry. Nikhil needs a team that's looking for someone with low expectations and uh, an abhorrent feeling towards productivity. They, he needs to be on a team where his mediocrity can be embraced and properly nurtured. Foxborough isn't that kind of place. What with all those championships and their annoying goal setting. Guys like Mac Jones show too much promise and poise, and that's not the way Nikhil Harry does things. And that's why I fully support his efforts to share his lack of skill and effort with a team that's more suitable for that kind of thing. Maybe the Jets or the New York Giants, perchance. But to stay in Foxborough to take up space on a roster of men? I don't think so. But hey, another my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Thinking about painting the house or wondering if you can do it yourself? Go see Tyler at the Liberty Street Rockies. Tyler loves helping people with painting projects, and he's ready to help you. Good people, rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Springfield's Classic Rock at 7-Eleven and ZZ Top. On Rock 102. Heat advisory stays in effect till 7 o'clock tonight. Uh, some sun and clouds and scattered thunderstorms again this afternoon with a high of 91. Tomorrow, more more thunderstorms, but a high of only 80. It is 70 right now in downtown Springfield. I know I have a, a tendency as I get older to uh, seemingly be stuck in the past in, in some uh, instances. Okay. So uh, yesterday, I'm I'm over at uh, Town and Country, the uh, liquor store there in uh, West Springfield, and uh, it hasn't been called Town and Country in about twelve years. Huh? It what? It's now Table and Vine. It hasn't been yeah. called uh, Town and Country Get? in about a, a dozen years. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. I'm not kidding. So I'm over there. I uh, wish I was kidding. Yeah, yeah. I'm over there, and uh, again, I I know that uh, sometimes I uh, I learn things. For instance, the uh, changing of names. Uh, way past the time that many others do. Have you heard of this? Uh, have you heard of this Mike's Hard Lemonade? Sure. Yeah, new stuff, right? No, it's been around for a while. 
no, no, I, I, I think it's brand new because no. I just had my first one a couple of weeks ago. No, I, I think you've been ignoring it for years because it's been in liquor stores for almost as long as Table and Vine has switched names from uh, town and country. Oh, I'll be damned. Uh, do you know now they also have these pre-mixed cocktails? Yes, I've seen those too uh, for years. And who are these fellas, Bartles and James? Now, that's a company that I believe has been out of business for many, yeah. many years. Them and them and their Zima, right? Zima is actually back, which uh, what? I, I can't even imagine. Why that, would that happen? That there were people clamoring to have Zima back. It's the it's the Pringles of alcoholic beverages. No, there was a there was an article in uh, USA Today yesterday about uh, summertime beverages. And um, and it listed the seven or nine, I don't remember exactly how many, of these uh, pre-made cocktails. And I, uh, I have not had uh, the opportunity to partake of those. And so uh, I went over there yesterday, as I said, to uh, TNC and, uh, or TNV, uh, or TV, I don't know. And uh, I bought... Um, Oh, just a delicious uh, watermelon vodka drink. Yeah, uh, was it the high noon? No, I was probably there about three, probably actually no, no, about no. five o'clock. Was the watermelon uh, vodka drink called a high noon? Oh, oh. Uh, in, in, in like a, a narrow mm, can? No, in, no. In inconvenient four packs? No, it was, uh, yeah, I don't get the four pack thing either. But uh, no, it was like a regular sized uh, Coke can, if you will. Hmm. Um, but oh, tasty. And I'm thinking to myself, what, what are they going to think of next? Well, there's no end to all the many different machinations of, of alcoholic beverages that can be distributed. Actually, I think this is it. No, I think this is, it. I don't think this is it. I, I think someone's going to figure out something different and, uh, it's just a growing industry. We, we have not given up on uh, our ways to drink alcohol at all but we you know but we have uh finite shelf space and and i'm talking about the the uh, cold shelf space i mean yes you go into a store like this and you know 70 percent of the product is all on shelves non-refrigerated um but even even in the uh, the liquor stores that that have primarily refrigerated areas um, you know, the amount of shelf space that's been turned over to e even these micro brews or, uh, or these other, you know, uh, hard drinks right, that hard previously were not stuff hard like that. Hard seltzers and vodka drinks. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, there's only a certain amount of shelf space. Yeah. But you notice that a lot of the shelf space, uh, is predicated on what's the biggest seller like like for right now like the the fastest growing segment of of alcoholic beverages are the spike seltzers so you, you got the white claws and your trulies and all the ones that are out there and then you have your major beard uh manufacturers like uh, like budweiser coming out with their with their own kinds of seltzers well that's just it too so they're um, so they're hopping on the bandwagon and so a lot of that that shelf space that would typically be relegated to bud products right is now also relegated to bud seltzers and not to mention 
the distributors. I mean, there's only a number of distributors around here, and and if they they still have the same amount of shelf space, they're just using more product. They're they're putting out more product now than they used to. But I'm trying to uh, trying to find this. Yeah, here it is. Twelve canned cocktail drinks you can try this summer. Dark and stormy. Have you heard of that? Um, I've heard of the dark and stormy. Yeah. Uh, well, that's what I just asked you. Dark and stormy. Yeah, I, I haven't. I haven't seen it in the liquor store pre-mixed. Oh, I don't even know. Or, I, I, I've you know you, I've seen them ordered in a bar. Gosling's rum and ginger beer. Yeah, that's the other thing too. So you can get these in a bar. Well, a dark and stormy is like a regular cocktail. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh. That, that, that's something you could you could have a, a bartender mix for you. Oh, I never even uh, I've never even heard of that. Now, one thing I have not tried, but I'm uh, I'm not against doing it because it sounds uh, intriguing, is like uh, the Pabst Hard Coffee. Yes, I've uh, had a four pack of hard coffee in my fridge for like three months, and I can't get myself to drink it because I only drink beer late in the day. And I only drink coffee early in the morning, so it's like yeah, you got this aversion to day drinking, but yeah, day drinking is some of the best drinking. Yeah, I know, but still, there's a there's a pap salted uh, caramel hard coffee that sounds delicious. Yeah, the coffee though. Thing, listen, the only bad thing about that is the fact that it's a Pap's product. Everything yeah. else sounds pretty damn good. By the way, you say you can get these at bars. Could I get one, say at uh, Hooligans? I I guess. Could I do that? Where's Hooligans? <laughs> I'm trying to remember where it was. Uh, it's been gone a very long time. Uh, what about the uh, What about the gaslight? I could go there maybe and yeah. have myself a, yeah. a nice frosty beverage. You could go to the gaslight. Yeah, I'm sure they'd be uh, more than happy to welcome you. Bacardi rum punches. Those those sound pretty good. Yeah, I mean, listen, you know, there's uh, you could you can get the pre mixed stuff. Or you could just uh, mix it yourself and and, oh, uh, and, you. and 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 do it at home. Yeah, listen to you. Oh, you could just you, you go to the liquor store and you buy the alcohol, and then you got to go to a grocery store and you buy the stuff that you can mix it with. And then, why would I do that when I can get it all in one can? Because you could make it stronger. You can make it taste better. Uh, it's uh, the stronger thing. I'll go with you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because I mean, they are. Limited by law, how much alcohol can be well, in some of those bottles? I don't know. This, uh, Whereas at home, this, there's this, there's nobody that can tell you to stop yeah, pouring. This can of uh, of watermelon vodka, eight percent. That's higher than most beers. Yeah, and that's different from the seltzers because most of those seltzers have malt liquor as opposed to vodka. They don't. You know, that it, it, it's not vodka. So it's, it's literally a malt liquor. It's like a beer, only it's 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 in the form of a seltzer. I don't know what you're saying. I'm saying that uh, vodka, just by itself, is just a little bit stronger than your malt liquor. Here's vodka soda. Vodka soda. Soda? Soda. That's my, soda? That was my New York accent yeah, coming in again. There you go. Uh, you to some with that one, too? Sherry bergamot whiskey sour. But vodka... Oh, I'm sorry. It's blueberry shrew vodka soda. Soder. <laughs> yep. Vodka yeah. soda. Yeah, listen, I, 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 I get it. I, I, I really have not 
been drinking very much these days. I just mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of like uh, you know, it just seems to be out of my system. Like I don't really have a desire to go out and get tanked anymore. It's like I'm done with it. Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't you come uh, come out with me tonight? I'm uh, heading out to Katie's. And uh, I think we'll have I'll, ourselves. I'll meet, I'll meet you at Maury's instead. Yeah, yeah. Then we'll go to Lift a Latch and have a, have a real night of it. Have ourselves a good time. Oh, oh, oh and good, don't forget stopping at the Orange. <laughs> this, how could anyone stop at the Orange? Yeah. Or not stop at the Orange? That's what I'm looking forward to. Well, I, I would go, but I've got plans with Nagel at the uh, Regal Beagle. Uh-huh. It's 721 with Bax and O'Brien at Rock 102. Pro contractors rely on four. We're Bax and O'Brien at Rock 102. You know, if you missed uh, any part of the Bax and O'Brien show, check out the Bax and O'Brien podcast. Available on BaxandO'Brien.com and brought to you by Gary Thomas and the Wealth Technology Group. You can also check out Baxi's musical podcast. My guest this week, Jerry Casali of uh, Devo. has got brand new music out. Even play uh, one of the songs from it. And also check out uh, some of the older interviews I've done with Andy Partridge of XTC, Dave Mustaine from Megadeth, uh, Peter Hook from Joy Division and New Order, and many, many more. All available on BaxandO'Brien.com. So, you know, I did this uh, yesterday and most of last week when we were having that uh, that heat wave. And I do it for most of the summer. I sit out on my deck. I have a, I have a patio umbrella. <clears throat> I'll keep moving that right. with the sun. I've also got a very large uh, uh, Japanese maple tree that that shades much of the deck. But in days like this, uh, I can actually feel the temperature and the humidity rise. There's like, I'm, I'm sitting there doing nothing but reading and I'm fine. Probably around noon. And then by one o'clock, I can start to feel that even by doing nothing, but sitting there, right. I'm actually starting to sweat. It's getting hotter. It's getting more humid. <clears throat> see, if I let the dog out, it's like, uh, let's say uh, my dog needs to go uh, relieve himself, mm. and I open up the door, and I, and I put him on the lead, right? And put the little thing on his on, on his collar. Mm. He can go as far as a good uh, you know, 35, 40 feet. Uh, I just need to feel the heat for just that brief second yeah. to know I want to go back into the air conditioning. Well, I like, uh, I like to stay outside. But uh, nothing good ever happened outside being a a single man. You know, I'm not going to the people behind me have uh, have an in-ground pool. And I kind of I kind of watch every year as they open that, you know, and they certainly didn't open it on Memorial Day weekend. Right. Because we were all wearing coats that day. Um, For some reason, uh, this was another thing in USA Today yesterday. Apparently, these are a thing. Adult kiddie pools. And and I'm looking at this this website. It's called Mini Dip with two N's. Um and, and it's showing they're, they're, they're nothing but kid pools with adult designs, maybe mm-hmm. that would make you say, okay, well, I suppose now I see why you're calling it an adult kiddie pool. It is nothing more than a kiddie pool. You know, you you fill it each time you use it, and uh, and empty it every time you're done. And I they don't even have in the uh, in the shop area where they show you all these different ones. They don't have any of them with somebody sitting in it. So they they don't uh, they don't show you what it would look like for no. an adult to be sitting inside one of these things. I think it would look 
pretty ridiculous. Well, I mean, you know, it, to me, it looks ridiculous no matter what, but you're also uh, probably burning the grass underneath it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that causes a real mess. Well, if I had one of these, I'd put it on the deck. You know, I, I, I have a, a, a number of people that I know who say, oh, come on over any time and use my pool. And I feel like I'm trespassing if I take them up on that offer. Meaning that they might not be there? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like they don't have a problem with it. Mm. But I do because I feel like I'm trespassing. See, that's when I would be more inclined to use their pool. Like I went to a friend's house a couple of weeks ago. He has a, a nice, beautiful in-ground pool and uh, everybody was jumping in the pool. But I don't, you know... Between the surgical scars and the skin condition, right? I'm not. I'm not. I don't even wear shorts anymore. Uh, so I'm not stripping down into a bathing suit in front of strangers. You tell me I can use your pool when you're not home. I'll be in it all day. Yeah, except I. You know, for me, I just don't feel like uh, I don't feel comfortable just going to your house while you're not there, and then using your stuff. And you know, I'm going to pee in the pool. That's just what I do. Well, if you can't uh, if you can't go in somebody's yard and not pee in their pool, then yeah. you don't belong there. But well, I mean, it's just listen. Uh, there's something about swimming that makes me have to pee. Not I, not, uh, not for nothing, but uh, that's something you have to be aware of if you make that offer. And I keep wondering, you know, it's like every once in a while, I I know when these people behind me are not home. Uh, the problem is we're talking like a seven foot high vinyl fence. So I don't know how I'd get over it. Um, well, there's, I mean, a lot of people have a fence that's got a latch. You can walk in. No, and- no, not not facing not facing my yard. Um, but if I could get over it, you know, I bet I could probably jump in that pool five minutes and nobody would even know. Just, you know, just to cool down. I'm not talking about lounging yeah. or, or doing laps. Um, but I bet I could get in and that, although they might have cameras. Yeah, I see one of these, infl- these little uh, adult inflatables that are being perfect for a guy like you. Because you're never going to have a pool party. You're never going to share it with anybody. It's just you. So what do you care about whether you look stupid in it? You know, I still have I still have the hot tub. I mean, I did open it uh, a couple of months ago for the first time in like three years. Oh, I bet that was in great shape. Oh, yeah. It's all uh, it's disgusting. But, I mean, I could clean it and fill it with, uh, with colder water. But, you know, none of these things have filtering systems, and I'm not going to turn the hot tub on just to filter cold water no 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 and, but, and the problem is because it's not heated or filtered it's you know it's going to be basically like a like a swampy stew yeah. by the time you get out of it like a human frap exactly 7 30 news is next to rock 102 the lobster rolls are back at the nines visit your local 99 today and try their famous colossal lobster rolls 100 north atlantic lobster piled high on grilled brioche served hot buttered or with just the right amount of mayo and celery with fries and slaw the 99 always the real deal hey it's back and if your bathroom looks as crappy as ours did when we bought the house and you need a new tub or a shower you want to call my friends at Yankee Home, the Never Caddy Wampus Company. When you call, a real person takes your call. They'll set things up. They'll come to your house on time. I know my wife and I were able to uh, get everything accomplished and designed within just a matter of minutes, and you can too. And best of all, Yankee Home can install it in as little as one day. If you call Yankee Home right now and tell them back since you'll receive 60% off installation with no money down, no interest, and no payments for a full year. Call or visit yankeehome.com and use the keyword BAX for extra something special. That's yankeehome.com, keyword BAX. 
Time to drop. 734 with Bax and O'Brien to Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. This month, receive 60% off installation with no money down, no payments, and no interest for a full year. Visit yankeehomeimprovement.com and always use the keyword Bax. There's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Uh, traffic alert. hog. Drivers should expect delays on the Morgan Sullivan Bridge uh, from today through Friday. What the deuce? Yeah, I know. They, they just it, finished that they, thing, and then uh, now they f- they're down to one. They finish it a year early, and then now there's delays? Well, sometimes. Uh, maybe somebody forgot the patch. A patch? The whole thing is brand new. Yeah, I know, but then there was uh, there was Ray working on the job, and he forgot to caulk the one crack nah, on the bridge, nah, and now they Ray. got cold, uh, closed the whole thing. Ray was let go months ago. That's exactly why. That was his, the one. He had one job to fill that caulk in the crack. And all he did, he said he did it, but then they found out he didn't actually do it. You Turns what? out he was just a caulk tease. You didn't fill this crack with caulk. You said you did. Anyway, uh, at least one traveling. Caulk in, jokes. You guys are clever. Hey. One traveling in each direction will remain open. Closures will last from uh, 7 a.m., which was about a half hour ago, to 3.30 p.m. as they install joints. What are you, a half hour, <laughs> half hour for lunch? Yeah, it must be. You know, the other, speaking of which, uh, there's a hole out here uh, in front of the radio station. There's a hole in the bottom of the sea. There's, there's a, a hole in the bottom of the sea. There's a hole. There's a hole. There's a hole in the bottom of the sea. And it's right here on Fisher Avenue. And uh, it has been there for weeks now. They, they came out here for whatever reason. They, uh, they drilled around a, a manhole, and then uh, they left. They were finding yourself drilling around a manhole? Uh, I can't tell you how many times. And they left. Now, the first time they left, they left a bucket on it. They put one of those traffic uh, barrels, the plastic, or the rubber, rather, plastic barrel. Yeah. Right. And then, for whatever reason, they came back the next day, and they made like a, like a teepee of cones that are all coming off the side of the barrel because apparently you couldn't see the three or the four foot high orange and white barrel at 20 miles an hour. Well, you see, I thought they were doing a sculpture garden out there. Yeah, they might as well. So I uh, I inquired about this. Uh, what would it have been? Oh, uh, eight days ago. I inquired about it eight eight or nine days ago. I says uh, I says to someone I know who works here in town. I says, uh, what, "What's the deal? I mean, why why is this like this?" I was asking this on actually it was the day of the Big Bonk and Smoke, uh, June thirtieth. So, as it turns out, at the Big Bonk and Smoke, I was sitting at the table for a while with the head of the Chicopee DPW because I wanted to have this story uh, confirmed. The person I was talking to here in East Longmeadow said, yeah, the problem is is we're out of blacktop, and we can't get any until July 1, when the new year starts, mm. which, as it turns out, was going to be the next day. So, mm. I'm, so I'm talking to the DPW guy from Chigabee at the Big Bonk and Smoke, and I'm like, is that true? They don't have, they don't have blacktop? And it's like, again, I don't know anything about mechanical it's, stuff or stuff like that it's expensive it's not only expensive it's not <laughs> something the dpw has they they would call say maybe palmer paving and they would deliver some blacktop 
and then that would be used to fill in this hole, but they don't have the money until July 1. On the other hand, it is now July 7th, and for some reason that thing still isn't filled. Well, we had a lot of rain, too. Yes. Yeah. Well, you can suck the rain out of a small little man-made circle. You know, I don't know about laying blacktop, but I don't think you do either, and I think there's more to it than what we know about. I think we might be yeah. uh, overcomplicating it, but, Steve. But you do know that of all the streets here in East Lawmeadow, Fisher Avenue is the last uh, the last option. Yeah, like, but when it's you... A, s- it's a dead end leading to dead end jobs and a dead end building with nothing exciting going on here whatsoever. And sometimes not even as easy to get to that dead end anymore as it used to be. But once you start the job, finish it. I mean, I, I get it. We we got probably to the bottom of the list. That's why they didn't get here till June 30th. You want to get a D- We were the last day of the year. You want to get a DPW guy out here? You just got to, uh, you know, set a, a coffee trap. Like, just put a put a Dunkin' cup right on top of that cone within yeah. 10 minutes at DPW. No, put like a there. box of Joe. Yeah. Put a box of Joe they'll on be, top. They'll be standing around there staring at that hole in no time. Yeah, yeah. If, if we could get our hands on a bunch of extension cords, we could run the Keurig we got upstairs mm-hmm. and just put it right there. Yeah. You'll have DPW guys there yeah. within minutes. Yeah, you think DPW guys know how to use a Keurig? Sure you do. And, uh, There's free know. coffee at Wacky today. <laughs> You know, that's the <laughs> old guy. Yeah. Here come all the flat top, the black top. It was moving up slowly. Free coffee is French vanilla down at the Wacky 102 there. That's a little too fancy. What? French, French vanilla. vanilla? Yeah. I don't know. That's yeah. what they cook upstairs all the time. Yeah. I can smell it. Yeah, but we're not construction people. But, the, but come on. Get, get out here and fill this hole, please. You know, we're not. It's hard enough to get down this street lately. You say we're not construction people, but have you ever been here during the day? People stand around like they do work for the DPW. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, rain came in fast and moved out fast, but it packed a punch. Power has been restored for most of the local area uh, as of last night. There were a handful of outages in Western Mass, but thousands were without power throughout the northeast and sections of New England. Locally, there was some tree uh, damage to report. Uh, big tree branches snapped in the wind and rain in Blandford. I had no a, injuries were reported. I had a branch come out of the tree in my front yard and impale itself into the lawn. Oh, I've seen that. That's kind of that's yeah, kind of cool. That's crazy. Yeah, it's just standing there. We we were sitting around the house the other day. Uh, this would have been like uh, Saturday, I think it was. Hear this huge crash outside. Mm. It, it sounds like a, like a, it, you know you had the storms and it sounded like like a tree had fallen down. Make the sound. It was like a a, a large uh, metal galunk. No, make the sound. A mysterious I, I, swoosh. I'm not uh, Michael Winslow. I just can't uh, make it. It sounded like 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 that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. It sure wasn't. No, no, no. It was more like a that kind of thing. Boom. No. Uh, okay. So I texted uh, you know, someone who lives down the street from me, and I said, "Hey, did you hear that?" And she says, "Yeah, we heard that." So you know, it's dark out, so we don't we don't see anything. The following day, when it's bright out, we 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 you know, just kind of like looking around the neighborhood, seeing what the hell that was. Nothing, total mysterious. We didn't. I thought it was like a tree falling, not a single tree or a big ass branch. Maybe fell. somebody cleared it overnight. Yeah, but, you know, when a, if a big tree or a branch falls, what it's if usually it was a some, plane? It's usually uh, like a, you got to have like a chainsaw. You gone. It was none of that stuff. You sleep pretty heavily. 
I do, but I but Maybe you slept right through the removal of a tree. I, my wife is a light sleeper. If they mm. were out there with a chainsaw, she would have said something. Well, so it's it, like it's like bizarro world. It's like you know you hear something and that like no evidence w- whatsoever. Hmm. Interesting. A totally total mystery. The mysteries going on at the Baxendale home. I'm telling you, some stuff going on at Hamden. I got a lot of questions about. Kyle Rittenhouse's attorney wants a judge to allow him to argue that one of the men his client killed during a protest in Wisconsin last year was a sex offender in hopes of showing the man was trying to steal Rittenhouse's gun because he couldn't possess one. Possess one. Uh, prosecutors have charged Rittenhouse with killing uh, Joseph Rosenbaum and Anthony Huber during the protest in August in Kenosha. Rittenhouse has argued he acted in self-defense. His attorney, Mark Richards, filed motions Thursday seeking permission to introduce evidence that Rosenbaum was convicted of having sex with a minor in Arizona back in 2002 and could not legally possess a firearm. So what? I know. God, these lawyers are like, Rittenhouse was also not supposed to bring that gun across state lines. So now you're going to say, well, the guy who tried to take it from him was a sex offender who couldn't have a gun, and he was jealous. He wanted to have a gun. See, he did good. He killed a sex yeah. offender. <laughs> yeah. I thought that's where I thought you were going with this, that, that the victim was a sex offender, so it was kind of like thin in the herd. Well, it's more about the firearm portion yeah. of it, but it's Which also- Rittenhouse was already in violation of firearm laws himself. Richard says that uh, bolsters his theory that Rosenbaum was trying to steal Rittenhouse's gun during the protest <laughs> because he couldn't possess one, so he wanted to steal one. So that made it almost a stand-your-ground type of situation. Yeah, after the fact. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, see? He was a sex it. I did the right thing. Uh, oh, man, lawyers can really come up with some very uh, imaginative ideas. Sometimes when you got nothing else, yeah. that's when you do it. Yeah. Shells discarded by diners are being collected, cleaned, and dumped into waterways around the country and the world where they form the basis of new oyster colonies. One of the latest such projects is taking place in Atlantic City where a casino and two other restaurants are saving the shells left over from their diners. Ugh. You know how gross that must smell? Pretty gross. Well, it's already gross when you ever cook yeah. steamers and then have them have the shells sitting around in the trash can. Mm. It stinks to high hell. The uh, shells are then collected and dumped into the Mullica River, where free-floating baby oysters attach to them and begin growing. So they're basically just recycling the, yeah. the, the shells. Yeah. Uh, a single oyster can filter 50 gallons of water a day. I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. I heard something like that before, but I still don't get it. What don't you get? So, so, in other words, water goes into an oyster. And then out of the oyster. And then out of the oyster in a different chemical uh, compound or makeup. No, it's taking all the bacteria and stuff and eating it. Right. right. So, it's coming right. out with a different chemical compound. And, 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 and how many gallons a day? 50 gallons a day. Wow. Yeah. And so, that's, that's why when all the sediment collects within the shell, that's where you get the pearl. So, so couldn't you uh, just put a whole bunch of oysters in your pool and not have to buy a filter? I guess you could. Yeah, but, but then I, uh, I, chlorine might kill them. No, 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 no. You don't use they, these adult kiddie pools. We're talking about. They don't have filtration systems on them. So if, if I fill them with oysters, you know, I just I have a friend who just built a swimming pond in his backyard. I wonder if we can do oyster. I'm gonna ask him if we can do oyster beds back there. Yeah. Are there? Uh, yeah. There's there's freshwater oysters out there, aren't there? Sure. Why not? 
We could start selling oysters on the side of the road yeah, for you, those trucks. You just mentioned in that story that they were freshwater oysters. Yeah. Yeah. We could do yeah, that. There you go. I'm going to put some in my pool, my kiddie pool. Here's some uh, some good news, but bad news for men. Researchers just found a simple procedure that could make men live significantly longer. You want the bad news? Mm. Yeah. That's castration. Researchers in New Zealand looked at the DNA of male sheep that were castrated and compared it to the DNA of male sheep that were still intact, and they found that castration made their DNA age much more slowly. Previous studies had already found that castration leads to a longer life because you're not bombarded by so many hormones. And an old study in South Korea even found that it helped men live up to 19 years longer. But this is the first study that's proven that it slows down the aging process in your DNA. You know, I, but is it worth it? I was going to say, I, at this point now, I think I'd be up for it. Castration. Yeah. Yeah. I'm probably never going to have sex again for the rest of my life anyway. Oh, for God's sake. So it's like, well... Well, and I've got health issues. So if you're going to offer me more years yeah. of something I wasn't planning on, anyhow, then yeah, but, uh, why not? But you got pre-existing conditions that uh, you know could take over, so you yeah. wouldn't be gaining that much by castration. Even you if know? I got a couple of years, five years, you may not even get like five months at your rate. But I'm just saying, uh, you know, keep them intact. You never know when you may need them again. Yeah. Listen, this chicken skin duffel bag has served me well for uh, years. Okay. All right. Time to get rid of it. Uh, yeah, I, I don't it's know. Pickleberry butternut flavor. Uh, okay. Right. You're talking about the getting rid of the fig pouch, right? Uh, nugget pouch or uh, or the kugel sack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Alaska wrecking ball. Once, <laughs> once again, the only reason the story was even done. Well, uh, you know, you could say the. Uh, oh, you ever have? You ever decorated a Halloween and make it a sack of lantern? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Come on! Oh, that was we're funny. A sack of lantern. Just, uh, I mean, it's out of season, but still funny. A little boost touche. <laughs> Good. Uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast, which is brought to you by Fogbuster Nitro Cold Brew Coffee. I'm sure they love paying for stuff like that. Who wouldn't? Yeah, it's going to be uh, cloudy today with chances of some thunderstorms and hot and humid with a high of 91. Tomorrow, uh, cloudy with thunderstorms and a high of 79. It's 70 right now in downtown Springfield. Fogbuster Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is velvety smooth and never bitter because Fogbuster is air-roasted. Look for the black and white can at the beverage cooler now at every Big Y Express. And that's your Fogbuster forecast and the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Hear that? The thrill is calling. Answer it at 6... Like she did once. 
Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 753 on Rock 102. Heat advisory for about another 11 hours. Uh, sunshine this morning and uh, hot later on with the chance of thunderstorms and a high of 90. It is already 73 in downtown Springfield. Rock 102 wants to boost your bank account this July with Rock 102 Summer Stimulus built to you by built by uh, Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements. You listen every weekday until July 30th. We're going to give out uh, today's keyword in just a second here. Go to rock102.com. When you hear it, and enter it for your chance to win the daily national prize of a thousand bucks. It's Rock One Two Summer Stimulus, brought to you by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvement. Visit them at DaveMinerRoofing.com. Part of the classic rock summer here on Rock One Two. Today's keyword, John, is the word lake. 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 L A E K. No, L A K E. O K E. Okay. Lake. Like, like Ricky. Yes, very much Man. like Ricky, or say like Lake Compounds, mm. or something like that, or Congamon. Yes, or yeah. Massasoit. You could do. You could say that too. Yeah, uh, you know, it, 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 it amazes me. They did this story on NBC News last night. Doing it again on the Today Show this morning. It's been 25 years since Flight 800 uh, blew up off the coast of uh, Long Island, and um, it's amazing how much debris they were able to collect to the point where they basically rebuilt the plane in, in a in a in a hangar yeah, you, you could almost fly it yeah well, you have to buff it out a little bit uh but i didn't realize this although it doesn't necessarily mean there were over 200 people on the plane and it says everyone on the plane was identified now that doesn't necessarily mean that they recovered an intact body. It means that they may have, in some cases, found a piece of a body. Like, there's there's still over a 1,000 people unaccounted for from 9-11 that, that they just never found pieces for, never identified pieces for. And even in this, you know, condo situation down in, uh, down in Florida, it's like you see all that rubble. And all that metal and steel and, uh, and cement and, you know, somewhere within there is over 100 people, presumably. Right. And um, it's just, it's amazing the way uh, investigators work. I just, it's still so hard to imagine how you differentiate cause and effect. But um, they were saying on the news last night, uh, they are going to destroy this uh, After they soon. spent so much time putting it together? Yeah. Yeah, because it's still very painful for the uh, for the family members. Yeah. Twenty five years later, but um, it, it is kind of it is kind of wild how they can put something like that back together again. So, uh, is the is the point of putting it together to prove that it was blown up, but or to try to find out how it went down? And they did discover the portion of the plane. It was a gas buildup underneath the plane. And then there was a spark from something that uh, ignited the gas. And they can see where that portion of the plane blew out and, uh, and, and be able to determine that this is, where, this is where it happened is right here. Wow. You know, and uh, it just, it, it, they weren't up very high. So God willing, it was a fast uh, death. But man, it's just... Uh, 
That's like the worst jigsaw puzzle ever. I, yes, and like every every jigsaw puzzle you finish, you, you got to put it back in the box at some point. Well, they're not. That's that's the cool thing. You just throw it out. I've thrown out many jigsaw puzzles in the past. It's 757 at Rock 102. GG Inks, screen printing and embroidery. They print their shirt on your back. Heck, they make the Rock 102 shirts that we wear and give out to you at events. Find them online at ggink's.com. ggink's.com. When you need a trailer hitch, an electric brake controller, tonneau cover, or Thule bike or roof rack, you need to go to the area's leader in quality, Cap and Hitch of New England. Summer's here, so get to Cap and Hitch of New England. Riverdale Street, West Springfield. Leader Home Centers makes it easy to do business locally. You can request a quote, place an order, or chat with the home improvement expert at leaderhome.com. Leader Home Centers combines the building materials of a full-service lumberyard, the home improvement supplies of a hardware store, and the special order capability of a professional design center. You'll find what you need at Leader Home Centers and leaderhome.com. See why Leader's proud to be your hometown home center. Gift cards are for gifts, not for payments. Victims falling for gift card scams are rising every month, especially with the elderly. Remember, government agencies will never ask you to pay with a gift card. If someone calls claiming they're a relative and need money immediately with a gift card, hang up the phone. Once you give the scammer a gift card number and PIN, your money is gone. So warn your family, if you're asked to pay for something with a gift card, that's a red flag. The Springfield Police Department, for a safer community, a safer Springfield. WAQY, WAQY HD Springfield, 102.1 FM. Pax and O'Brien, mornings. Listen, listen to how, how defensive he gets. I'm not defensive. Who's defensive? You're, I'm very, not, not you're very defensive. You don't hear me being defensive. Very, I'm not being defensive, defensive at all. Why do we have to talk all at the same time like that? I don't know. I don't know why because we're talking at the same time. He's going out This is Springfield's classic rock. Rock 102. This is a very unique moment in history and a huge opportunity for hardworking people to get ahead with a manufacturing career. As the worldwide economy comes back to life, there's great need for skilled manufacturing workers. And right now, there's an immediate opportunity to secure a long-term position with a great employer, Hazen Paper. Act today to build a career that will give you income security for the long haul. Hazen's got a long and reliable history of offering overtime and shift differentials, as well as attendance bonuses. Hazen's got one of the best benefit programs available, and they're happy to show you why the Hazen program is better for you. Don't miss out on this opportunity. Seize the day. Hazen's looking for manufacturing personnel. They've got an opportunity for an entry-level position with their apprentice program and also opportunities for highly skilled operators and technicians. If warranted, they'll pay a generous sign-on bonus for the exceptional worker. If you're afraid of hard work, okay, Hazen's probably not your meal ticket. But if you want to chip in and contribute to the team and to the win, now's the time to climb aboard and ride the Hazen train into the future. Apply on their careers page at hazen.com. The following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. And the Rock 102 Pioneer Valley forecast is brought to you, actually nobody in particular, a heat advisory remains in effect for uh, about 11 more hours till 7 p.m. Some sunshine and some clouds early today, then scattered thunderstorms later. And a high of 91 tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds. And again, the scattered thunderstorms in the afternoon, but much cooler, a high of only 80. Right now, in downtown Springfield, it's already 75 degrees. Chris Paul had 32 points and 9 assists. Devin Booker scored 27 points as the Phoenix Suns beat the returning 
Giannis A and the Milwaukee Bucks, 118-105 to 105 in Game 1 of the NBA Finals. Game 2 will be tomorrow night in Milwaukee. ESPN has replaced Rachel Nichols as the sideline reporter for the NBA Finals following a report detailing critical comments she made about black, cl- uh, black colleague Maria Taylor. The network says that Malika Andrews will handle the role of sideline reporter for the remainder of the suns Buck series. USA Track and Field said it's incredibly sympathetic towards Shakari Richardson's extenuating circumstances, but the band sprinter won't be given a spot on the 4x100 relay team in the Olympics. She'd already been banned from the 100 relay following a positive test for marijuana that she says she used after the death of her mother, Her 30-day suspension actually was set to end before the start of the relays in Tokyo, leaving open the possibility she could run, but her name was missing from the roster released yesterday. The ban has been criticized. The USATF says it fully agrees with the rule, but it believes marijuana should be reevaluated. The Angels beat the Red Sox 5-3. J.D. Martinez drove in both of Boston's runs. But the Red Sox lost for just the second time in 12 games. The New England Patriots signing quarterback Mac Jones, their first-round draft pick, and the latest potential long-term replacement for Tom Brady. The number 15 overall selection, Jones led Alabama to a 2020 national championship. You got any friends? Any reason for even getting up in the morning? We'll talk about that minutes from now. Bax's view from the couch when we come back. It's 8.03 at Rock 102. If you vape or considering it as an alternative, get to know Puffin. Puffin Vapor and Leaf in Vernon, less than half an hour from the Massachusetts border and two miles from the Buckland Hills Mall. They've got a full menu of juices in all flavors, over 170 to choose from. E-cig starter kits, advanced vaping devices, they've got those too. Talk to Al and Zach, they're the experts. Across the store, the huge humidor with over 270 cigar choices. Know someone who loves stogies? They're the perfect gift. Puffin Vapor and Leaf in Vernon. What are you puffing? Warning, this product contains nicotine, an addictive chemical. Pioneer Valley Arms in East Slung Meadow is your one-stop shop for all your firearm needs, including mass LTC courses and Connecticut pistol permit classes. And if you're looking to sell a firearm, stop in and they'll make you an offer. Pioneer Valley Arms, Shaker Road in East Slung Meadow, and PioneerValleyArms.com. Indeed has this hiring tool called Instant Match, and it really lives up to its name. Just post a sponsored job, and Indeed instantly searches millions of resumes in their database to immediately deliver the candidates that fit your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Grills, grills, grills. Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, folks, here we go. The college athlete feeding frenzy on endorsements and other financial benefits is about to begin like buzzards chewing on a highway roadkill. As you know, the NCAA is now operating under a different set of rules that allow student-athletes to receive financial benefits especially in Florida, where new state laws have made such financial arrangements even easier to obtain. And so, within a week of its passage, a Florida-based chain of mixed martial arts studios has just swooped in and offered every Miami Hurricane football player with a scholarship to make a little cash. How much cash? According to reports, the owner of the American Top Team Gyms, Dan Lambert, is offering to pay every Miami Hurricane player $500 a month to advertise his business on their social media. That's $500 a month to 90 different players. 
Now, I'm no math wizard, but that winds up being $6,000 a year just to post stuff on Instagram. Now, as an adult, I'm thinking, well, that's a simple way. It's industrious uh, for a youngster to defray some of the ancillary costs of receiving a college education. But the 19-year-old kid in me is thinking, that $6,000 a year equals approximately 3.4 kegs of beer per month. That includes the deposit on the tap. Or to put it another way, that works out to approximately 41.3 kegs of beer per year or slightly over 31 kegs per academic calendar. The bottom line is, that's a damn lot of beer. And when you multiply that times the other 89 kids who are receiving the same exact financial benefit, then all of a sudden you're talking about 3,717 kegs of beer being sold to 90 students every single year. And all I have to do is post a few workout selfies on Instagram? Where do I sign up? Look, while the state laws state that student athletes are entitled to these sort of benefits, the people who are really going to benefit are the local liquor store owner who only has two, or is only two months away from selling the largest volume of kegs and convenient 12-packs he's ever sold in his life. Give a 50-year-old man $500 a month and he'll put it in an interest-bearing IRA. Give a college student $500 a month, you'll be paying for his rehab and a liver transplant. And that's just the beginning, because things are going to start getting crazy. But hey, and my Yappin' Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, the Philly Cheesesteak Egg Roll. Sounds pretty good, right? That's one of the things you can make with your big green egg from Rocky's. Or how about the bacon-wrapped tenderloin? Go to the Big Green Egg's YouTube channel, get yourself inspired, and then head over to your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware and get a Big Green Egg for yourself. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Oh, 
Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 810 in Boston on Rock 102. One more day of uh, a heat advisory. Well, for this round, anyway. Uh, sunshine and then maybe thunderstorms again this afternoon, but going up to 90 before that happens. And uh, already 75 in downtown Springfield. So, aside from your uh, good time buddies at the uh, at the fort, yes. Uh, now that the prolonged period of social isolation has ended, and Americans are trying to rebuild and reconnect, a new survey conducted by the uh, Center of American Life finds the social landscape far less favorable than it was over the past three decades. The number of close friends Americans have has plummeted. The friendship recession is particularly bad for men. The percentage of men with at least six close friends fell by half. Uh, They also found the uh, percentage of men without any close friends jumped fivefold. And single men fare the worst. One in five American men who are unmarried and not in a romantic relationship report not having any close friends. Well, I'm unmarried. I'm not currently in a relationship, but I do have some close friends. <laughs> I've got some friends. What are they getting out of it? Even men with a couple of close friends are not in great shape. When it comes to our social circles, size matters. Americans with one friend are not any less lonely or isolated than those without any close friends. Right. And those with a couple of close confidants are only modestly better off. For those with three or fewer, loneliness and isolation are fairly common experiences. More than half say they felt that way at least once in the last seven days. Right. But, you know, I mean. Once in the last seven days. But but keep in mind, you know, like any friendship or any relationship for that matter, it's uh, it's about two different people. It's, you know, you don't necessarily put all the responsibility of maintaining that relationship on just one of you. It's a, it's, you know, both people have to be invested in that relationship to keep it going. But I got to believe that at any period of time, over 50 years, the, the, uh, the level, where, where the, where was that part that I read about that over the past three decades, the number of close friends for Americans has plummeted. I, I would think that would happen over any 30 year period. Um, if you, you know, someone like myself, 60 years old, when I was 30, sure. I had, I had more friends. If I were 45 at 15, I definitely had more friends. Well, I mean, think about it. You know, some of the people that you may have been friends with years ago probably had, you know, families and children. Maybe they changed jobs two or three times. Moved uh, away. They Exactly. They may have moved away. It's harder to, to maintain you know, relationships when people are either distracted or they're going through, you know, major changes in their life. You see, to me, friendship ends as uh, as soon as geographical proximity is uh, lengthened. See, I don't uh, I don't really see it that way. I mean, I've got some, some very close friends of mine that I have literally known since grade school. We go back that far. Grade school. High school, too. And, uh, you know, when we see each other, it's like no time has ever has ever passed and but not but uh, one of my closest friends lives in uh, in washington dc where just closest friend yeah i mean he's <laughs> we're very close friends like if he needed a kidney would you give him one i would absolutely give him a kidney what uh what about a heart 
Well, uh, that would leave me with none. Yes. Well, that that may be true. Um, but uh, I mean, if you could give away part of your heart to a guy, uh, yeah, I would. I, for him, I would do it. I wouldn't do it for for everybody. For but s- but those you know those people are are you know lifelong friends. Even even my uh, I was talking to my dad. I mean, he's uh, you know, he's he still has lifelong friends, and you know they're getting. You know, older and, and and stuff like that. He's surprised that I've stayed as close to these people as as I have. But I've I've never been too far away from them, no matter how far away we've been. Men uh, have smaller friendship circles and also report being less emotionally connected to the friends they do have. See, now the other thing too that they're not really saying here is is how many of these men's friends are men. You know, I mean, our most close friendships that men have with other men, is that what we're supposed to be assuming here? Um, I think that's probably true. Yeah. Not exclusively true. Um, like, uh, of the, like, for example, the friends that I'm talking about, two of them are men, one's a woman. And, you know, and, I, and I've known this woman since we were literally seven years old. And, and, and that's... Just the way it's been. There's never been any tension or any, uh, you know, anything unusual about our our friendship. We're just good friends. It's the way it's always been. And so, you know, can I say that uh, you know it's you know it's mostly men friendships with other men? I mean, that's the way it's worked out. But you know, I've had good, solid friendships with women my entire life. If you maintain that geographical uh, 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 bind that I was speaking of before. Cause I mean, I've, uh, I've dumped friends for as far, for as close as a 50 mile move. Uh, you move 50 miles. That's it. Yeah, that's, too, that's too far for me. But, but cell phones and messaging and, ah. and social media has kind of obscured those geographical yeah. lines. I can stay as close to, I could talk to somebody every single day, just, you know, by going to, uh, to Facebook yeah, and well, messaging them. For someone who doesn't do the social messaging thing, 50 miles, you might as well right. be on the moon. But that's your choice. You could very easily start doing that. And it's not like you don't have a, a Facebook page. You just don't use it. But you do have some of your friends that you follow, ah, legitimate friends. Those people are. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, that's that, that's just you being obstinate. obstinate. I mean, but you could, I mean, you could maintain those important friendships using social media as a, as a way of not necessarily having hard, fast rules about geographical restrictions. Within those geographical parameters, uh, I then measure friends by who you'll go to the hospital to visit or who'll come and visit you in the hospital. So I've had, you know, probably four or five, I might be getting, being a little conservative there, uh, hospital visits over the last 10 years. Yeah. Probably, um, probably three or four uh, friends came to see me in the hospital. Now, look, I understand the hospital can be a very uncomfortable place for some people. And it doesn't necessarily mean they're not your friend. They might be there waiting for you the day you're discharged. Sure. Or, or they'll definitely be at your funeral. Well, uh, well, and with, you know, with COVID, you weren't able to go to a hospital anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But I, you know, and I, I don't want to, I don't want to give an exact number because then, uh, you know, people would, that I know would be like counting but uh, to figure out whether or not they were in that number. But I would say, jeez, uh, huh, after just saying I don't want to give a number, uh, I'd say probably uh, six to eight. 
Look at Rook, for example. I mean, there's a guy, you've known him forever, right? Mm. Mm. And yet every time you have any inter- inter- interaction with a guy, and by the way, it's not just you, it's most people that know Rook. Oh, yeah. Regret it. Because you know, oh, there's always something that he's going to do that's yep. like you, you scratch your head and going, how can I be seen with this guy? Yeah, yeah I know. You know, I mean, and, then, and then when you tell the story to somebody else, if you don't say their name, if you don't say his name, they they'll think, go, oh, that was Rook, right? Of course. Yeah. Because yeah. They, they assume someone who behaves this inappropriately and without any kind of logic, you say, yep. that's, that's, that's I, I, know, I know most of your friends. That's yeah. got to be Rook. Yeah. And, and the fact of the matter is, there is uh, probably three people I could think of that I wouldn't be having sex with that I could see driving in a car with to go to Florida. I mean that that's a what big is, that's a big deal. What in God's name does sex have to do with it? In other words, if I were in a relationship with someone, yeah, uh, that's that person I probably could stay in a car with for the distance it would take to get from here to Florida. But for just a just a platonic friend or a male friend, uh, there's maybe there's a handful of guys that I could see being in the car with, right? For the drive all the way to Florida, can they see themselves in the <clears throat> car with you? They'd rather not. Well, I, I I'm, I'm certain that, of that. I assume that would be yeah. true. But, I mean, you know, you put a gun in their head, I suppose they'd get in the car. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, as you get older, things happen in life. Uh, you know, people get sick, they die, they move away, they just get busy, they don't have time for, you know, anything other than what they do for a living or their immediate families. And, you know, sometimes those relationships just fall away sometimes there are expiration dates on relationships and, and oh, you got that right no it's true i mean i mean there, there are some friendships that uh, i would assume would have last uh would have lasted the test of time uh but they didn't and uh and that's it's too bad but you know your, your life moves on see and this is just a little bit of a contradiction americans who receive regular emotional support from their friends are far less likely to report feeling anxious or alone and see now i i can say that this handful of friends that i have are all excuse me are all very good at offering emotional support and have done so over the recent past Mm -hmm. but it has not made me stop feeling anxious i am still a very uh, angst-filled individual, yeah, but irrespective of how well they have supported me. Yeah, part of that's just your brain chemistry. Yeah, you're, you're going into those relationships with anxiety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I think I got enough. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, uh, I don't feel like I need more. No, I, I don't feel like I'm. Uh, I mean, I, I have no problem talking to people. I have no problem, you know, making new friendships. Uh, you know, there, like I said, you know, you know, there are certain things that have happened, you know, in my personal life where, you know, it's, you know, life just transitions and, you know, fa- you know friends just kind of, you know, go away or evaporate, but, yeah, but- you know, I'm not losing a hell of a lot of sleep over that anymore. Cause it's, uh, you know, you just got to worry about the here and now. See, but I'm kind of, I'm kind of like Jerry. Remember when, uh, Ramon, the pool boy, was trying to make friends with Jerry. Yes. And uh, he would be constantly coming around and hanging out and going places with Jerry and suggesting they do things together. Yes. And Jerry finally said to him, you know, listen, Ramon, you're a nice guy, uh, but I've got all the friends I need. 
I don't need any more friends. And Ramon took offense, actually. He was very upset. Well, because I'm, I'm just a lowly pool boy? It, well, that didn't help. Uh, so, yeah, they, they, Jerry had to, had to dump him. Yeah. That's uh, that's too bad. Yeah. I think they could have really made something out of that friendship. Uh, no, nah, no. Nah, Ramon was kind of a pain in the ass. It's 822 with Bax and O'Brien to Rock 102. It's 825 with Bax and O'Brien to Rock 102. They did that um, uh, golf thing last night with uh, Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady against Bryson DeChambeau and Aaron Rodgers. Right. Uh, they were showing earlier on the Today Show, though, a point where um, Phil Mickelson, for, for charity, I think it was probably either a 12 or 15 foot putt. And, you know, he had a, he had a guy right there in front of him who was putting the ball in front of him every time he was putting. Cause he had one minute to do it. And then there was another guy at the hole who was pulling the balls out. So the hole wouldn't get overfilled. He nailed 15 out of 15 in one minute <laughs> from like 12, I think it was probably 12 or 15 feet away. Oh my God. Yeah. 15 for 15. I couldn't I couldn't hit the clown's mouth yeah. 15 times in a row. And, and being timed. Yeah, no kidding. You know, trying to do as many as you can in one minute. But you know what? I mean, when these guys practice, that's not an unusual thing for them to do. And you, you, I've told a story before. Is it, you know, at the uh, the Greater Hartford Open years ago in Cromwell. I was there with the uh, with uh, my former in-laws and we're watching we're watching VJ Singh just at the driving range, mm-hmm. and every single drive was straight down the oh, fairway. Yeah. It, it's like yep. if it if it went you know three feet to one side or three feet to the other, it was rare. It was like like right in the middle every single time. These guys are used to that kind of repeated you know perfection. It's it's sick and disgusting. Yeah, but even even you know fifteen out of fifteen putts is not that big a deal. From a standing position, not moving, no change in the topography, mm-hmm. but timed. Then you know that then adds a whole new level of lack of concentration. Yeah, but that's that could make it easy, uh, more difficult. Rather, but that separates a golfer like like us, you know, some slob off the street that's playing at a municipal course, from a guy like uh, <laughs> or a guy like Phil Mickelson who can do that stuff blindfolded. Nah, not anymore. Poor Bass has only won one tournament in like 12 years. Yeah, but it was a big one. So that's okay. It's 827 Rock 102. Hey, everybody. It's Bax. By- 829 with Bax and O'Brien at Rock 102. It's time for news. Brought to you by Serviu Locksmith. They got a key for that. Here's local radio icon and the co-host of the 2021 Creative Awards at the Ad Club of Western Massachusetts, Steve Nangle. The yeah. what? Yeah. Of the who? With the where? So uh, I'm hosting this thing with uh, Megan Rothschild. Oh, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. that. But uh, she put this post up on Facebook yesterday that made it look like we won some award. Well, that's what I saw when when I because you know I uh, she's a a Facebook friend too, and I saw this. I'm thinking, did you win an award uh, so close after we've been uh, named? Uh, as inductees, no. the Massachusetts Broadcasters Hall of Fame. No, I planned this months ago that I was going to host this. Thing. Yeah, so and get a lot of so get a lot of this, John. He, if you go onto the uh, the Ad Club's uh, website, uh-huh. uh, it, Megan posted that you can check out some information about uh, the co-host. You can read about Megan, which is a good story. Uh-huh. And then Steve writes, his name might not be Bax or O'Brien, but he is the most talented, best-looking, and funniest person on the popular. Rock 102 morning show. That's, that's son of a 
bitch. John. Get yeah, a load of this, this guy is right. Did you read the rest of it? Steve lives in Huntington with his two children, coincidentally the same two daughters who caused him to lose all his hair. That's right. He lives on the edge by not watering down his condensed chicken noodle soup from the can. He also enjoys fresh fruit. And uh, uh, he, he recently, recently got, got a haircut. haircut. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he enjoys teasing small animals. <laughs> but it makes it look like I won some award. And yeah. all these yeah. people were congratulating me. Mm-hmm. Up until the point where, uh, you know, I'm t- Megan's texting me uh, saying, you know, why why is everybody congratulating? And I said, well, because you made it look like we won some award. And then she goes on the Facebook post and says, to be clear, we did not win an award here. We're just hosting the, the creative awards. And I said, why did you have to ruin it? <laughs> and then she said, mostly because she was annoyed that uh, I was getting congratulated and she wasn't. Mm. So then I said, well, I'll congratulate you on something. Congratulations for stealing my fake thunder. Everybody thought I won a major award. I don't don't want you to take this the wrong way, but the moment you step on a stage with Megan Rothschild, she's going to steal your thunder. Oh, yeah. Yeah, So just get get used to it. Police Commissioner uh, Cheryl Clapperud said a motorist is in critical condition after being savagely beaten Monday night at the X in a confrontation with a pack of people illegally riding dirt bikes and all-terrain vehicles on city streets. Clapperud said the driver was attacked by as many as a dozen riders, some of whom were hitting him with their helmets. Uh, the driver, whose name was not released, was critically injured in the 9.30 p.m. incident in the Forest Park neighborhood at the intersection of Sumner and Belmont Avenues. Clapperud said the driver of the car made minor contact with the rear wheel of one of the dirt bikers. He got out of his vehicle, and he and the rider got into an altercation. The remaining pack of riders, who had already driven past, circled back and attacked the driver. The uh, city, for the last few years, has had problems with roving groups of people riding dirt bikes and ATVs in traffic and disregarding traffic laws. Detectives are reviewing video footage in hope, uh, in hopes of identifying the riders involved. That's you know that's the I don't know uh, you never you never want to blame a victim, but um, it's like I just don't get out of the car, man. Don't no, get out of the don't, car. Don't get out of the car. But and that's you know good advice, but. What justification do these idiots have being the living bejesus oh, of out, of, out of somebody with their helmets? Yeah, that's a ridiculous question. They have none. but And that's the other thing, too, is so they all take off. They're going to circle back. If one, of their, if one of their guys is not there with them, they're coming back. So you're not just dealing with the guy whose bike you bumped. Uh, you're you're going to be dealing with the whole group. I'm telling you, if, if I ran one of them over, I wouldn't stop. Yeah. It wasn't a ridiculous question. It was a rhetorical question. I mean, obviously, yes, it's ridiculous and not unfortunate. Well, it's just the way I pronounce ridiculous. I mean, it's the way I pronounce rhetorical, rather. No, it's not. Yeah. I, I, it's just a thing I've had since I was a kid. Yeah. Well, you know, you might want to change that up. Um, I know this Steve, is Steve. What? Get a load of this I guy. I know, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is out of Worcester, but it's kind of interesting. A pair of 15-year-old boys were arrested after police said gunfire erupted on Vernon Street in Worcester on Tuesday night with the shots coming from a passenger in a Jeep and an individual on a moped. How about that? Wow. Gunfire between a Jeep and a moped. That's why you, you never just assume that just because 
He's on a moped that he's not a danger to people. Just before 8 p.m., police in Worcester responded to the shot spotter activation in the area of Vernon and View Streets. On the way to the scene, police learned that a passenger in a Jeep and one of two individuals on mopeds were exchanging gunfire. Oh, two individuals on a moped. How do you build street cred on a moped? You don't. It's Especially not with two of you. Police said they saw two individuals on one moped speeding down Vernon Street after arriving. Speeding? Well, such as it is. Prompting an officer to broadcast the description of the two. Another officer spotted the two teens who matched the description on Green Street. The officer approached the two teen boys to speak with them, and they both ran away with one throwing a fanny pack over a fence. Oh, whoa, it just whoa, keeps whoa, getting whoa. better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got the gun. You're a yeah, big-time yeah. gangster. You're cool, right? Yeah. But what's making you less cool is the moped. Yeah. And what's making you even less cool than that is the fact that you had it in a fanny pack. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you had a passenger. Yeah. Yeah. So someone on your moped was riding bitch on your moped. Yeah. <laughs> After a short foot pursuit, both teams were arrested and uh, officers found the fanny pack, which had a loaded handgun inside. After a short foot chase, one of the teens tore his sundress. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and thankfully, his, his parasol his, remained in good his condition. Parasol was also destroyed and was able to sashay to the hospital. Officers found a second fanny pack on one of the teens and found a loaded magazine. What kind of magazine? Uh, uh, cat fancy. Field and stream. Yeah, Ooh. no, for these guys, probably was cat fancy. Uh, one of the teens is charged with carrying on a field. Field and stream's a little bit yeah, too, too rugged yeah, of a magazine. A little too butch. But anyway, then they list all the charges. But uh, come on, man, the fanny pack. You really think you're good? You really think that's gonna uh, intimidate people? It doesn't. Uh, two people were arrested after a police chase that ended in Greenfield Tuesday afternoon. Masters when Tuesday <laughs> afternoon. Mass Day Police spokesman Dave Procopio said that these troopers attempted to stop an SUV with Delaware plates that was reported stolen around 11.45 a.m. on I-91 in Deerfield. The suspects did not stop and led police on a chase north on the highway. Police State police said the vehicle reached speeds near 115 miles an hour. Several minutes into the chase, the suspect decided to cross the median and drive southbound. The car then took a left turn and drove the wrong way up the ramp to Route 2 west in Greenfield and headed east on the westbound side. State police stopped pursuing at that point due to safety. Uh, State Police, Greenfield, and Deerfield Police continue to patrol looking for the vehicle. At around 12.35 p.m., Greenfield Police received a report of, a, of suspicious people in the area of Federal Street. And again, I ask, aren't there always suspicious people in the area of Federal Street in Greenfield? Well, yes, but again, uh, depending on uh, the time of day, day of week, week of month, uh, the suspicions can be for different reasons. Uh, Greenfield police arrested the suspects, a man alleged to be the driver of the vehicle, and a woman who was the passenger. They were handed over to the state police barracks and brought to Shelburne Falls. Some of the uh, 11 people charged in connection with an armed standoff along a Massachusetts highway last weekend, including the purported leader of the group, refused to cooperate with authorities during their arraignments on Tuesday morning. That's not even right. Jamal Tavon Sanders Latimer, or Jamal. Uh, also known as Jamal Talib Abdullah Bey, told the judge, I don't understand how these charges can be brought against me. Well, could it be the fact that you pulled over your convoy on the side of a major highway and decided <laughs> to gas up at 1.30 in the morning? And, and uh, you call yourself Moops? Moors. Moops. It's Moors, dummy. 
know about that. Uh, Latimer, a former. What about uh, you? What's your deal? I don't have a deal. Take your top off. (laughs) Waved his right to an attorney, but the judge said (laughs) she would have a lawyer speak to him about his rights before the next hearing in the case. Not guilty pleas were entered on behalf of all of the defendants who were held without bail pending a hearing Friday to determine whether they are dangerous or not. The uh, first to appear, uh, 40-year-old Quinn Cumberlander of uh, Pawtucket told the judge in a courtroom with a heavy security presence he was a foreign national who cannot face criminal charges and said he did not want a defense attorney. That's not really how that whole thing works. You don't think so. Well, I don't follow the rules. Yeah, your rules don't apply to me. Exactly. That's exactly what they're saying. And then it goes on to say Cumberlander invoked his Second Amendment right to bear arms and said the case should be heard in federal court and said he meant no harm. Well, yeah, some of the Constitution applies to me. But well, not that, all of that's it. what I mean. If you're not, if you're going to say, well, none of these laws apply to me except for that one, right? Oh yeah. Well, they have a tendency sometimes to cherry pick. I, 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 doesn't the uh, Constitution have an a la carte section? Uh, I don't. I don't believe it really does. I thought it did. You know, it's like the other thing we didn't hear is who are these vans registered to? You know, were they registered? Were they were they updated registrations? You know, in other words, these guys were conforming like you said to certain laws and following certain rules but then you know not the others not the big ones well and when was the last time the oil was changed on those vehicles well, the oil okay. the oil's fine how's the wa- how about the washer fluid the washer fluid is fine the washer fluid is not fine yeah. uh the judge uh, ruled he had waived a right to counsel for the third defendant who refused to identify himself to authorities and told the judge he was a free moor Movie. Well, you're not free anymore. Yeah. Uh, we say he would be free less. And uh, and I guess another one yelled at him, and you don't need to have a dangerousness hearing. When you're screaming in a courtroom, there might be a tendency by some people to think you could possibly be dangerous, even though, again, you know, very, very lucky. The, the state police did a very good job. I don't know what's to be believed in these reports. One of the, One of the reports said... These men had the guns and the ammunition separated. So even though you had armed men in army fatigue standing on the tree line at 2 o'clock in the morning, there was no violence. They, they eventually, you know, it never escalated to a, to a point where it sounds like somebody was worried a shot might get fired. No, but it's still illegal nonetheless. Oh, yeah. Of course. Uh, brown trout uh, can become addicted to a methamphetamine when it accumulates in waterways, according to new research. Researchers led by uh, Pavel Horky, a uh, behavioral ecologist from the yeah, Czech University of Life Sciences. That's not even a real name. Yeah. Czech University of Life Sciences in Prague set out to investigate whether illicit drugs after fish behavior at levels found in bodies of water, according to the study published on Tuesday. Oh, for God's sakes, not three times. The team put 40 brown trout in a tank of water containing a level of methamphetamine that has been found in freshwater rivers for a period of eight weeks before transferring them to a clean tank. Uh, they Then every other day, the researchers checked whether the trout were suffering from methamphetamine withdrawal by giving them a choice between water containing the drug or water without a further 40 trout were used in, as a control group. Uh, the trout had spent eight weeks in the water containing methamphetamine, selected water containing the drug in the four days after moving to the fresh water. 
This indicates they were suffering withdrawal because they wanted more meth water. <laughs> what a ridiculous study. E even, even if I were, I mean, I'd have to be dumping a full month's prescription of, uh, say, Adderall into, uh, into my backyard pool in order to get that level of methamphetamine inside a particular fish. So, you know, when they, when they do these drug buyback, not buy, the drop-off programs, because they say don't flush them down the toilet. They get into the waterways. Yeah, they do, but unless you're flushing them by the thousands, I don't, I don't see how you're going to have a level of methamphetamine inside any one wild fish to the point where it's going to go into withdrawals if it doesn't have it. That seems like a weird study. Yeah. I mean, uh, I would think that most uh, meth addicts wouldn't even want to give up their meth to even participate in a study like that. No, they, they probably don't. But it's that's just, I mean, yeah, if you're going to put a bunch of fish into a tank and then load the tank up with a particular kind of drug, then, yeah, you're probably going to have drug-dependent fish. You never get, you've never been uh, deep sea meth fishing? No. Never. Nah, not once, believe it or not. I also don't know of any fish that are in a 12 step program to, uh, you know, to into the, the road to recovery. Yeah, I don't think there there is one of those. But yeah. uh, you want to become a meth fisherman, uh, you'll be hooked. <laughs> hey, do you see what I did there? Yeah. You I were trying that. to you were trying to bait me into a conversation. Oh, Wormed your way into that one. Yeah. I go. started off with a double, and you come up and hit a grand slam. There Good for you, you go. Johnny. Mm. Good for you. You're a pilot. I Thankfully, I, I did it on yeah. Wednesday morning. <laughs> what do you mean? And so I don't have to listen to that goddamn Tuesday thing rung, uh, sung again. Well, what about next? That will be on vacation. Tuesday. Thank God. Afternoon. Uh -huh. I'll have to call you and remind you. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today, it is going to be...